Welcome back to Kicking Goals with Georgia Perry. I am your happy host, Georgia, and I hope you have had a fabulous start to your morning. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Diverse Electrical for all your electrical needs. I've started my day off with a yoga flow, had a coffee with Jules at a new little cafe called Sonda Cafe Perth. I was chatting with the two beautiful girls that have started the company and it was great to have purposeful and insightful chats with young business owners. I'm now recording a potty nugget with one of Australia's most successful entrepreneurs, Julian Pace. Julian Pace is the name behind the brand The Happiness Co. There are three words that come to mind when I think Julian Pace. Challenge, inspiration, and of course, happiness. In today's episode, that is exactly what we're going to talk about. Jules, welcome to the podcast. What an intro that was. <laughs> so Jules, when I was writing today's template, I couldn't help but write happiness quote in capital letters because gosh, I can't even imagine how many lives you have changed. It's pretty cool. It's probably one of the most rewarding, fulfilling feelings that you could have on the planet. And I think fulfillment if you're spending enough time in your days trying to work on the things that would bring you fulfillment, it's exactly what you get. And to me, it's like, wow. Sometimes you pinch yourself and say, wow, because when I decided to do this particular kind of work and I guess devote my life to it, it it's pretty incredible when you see the impact and the ripple effects of that. And more importantly, sometimes you never talk to the people that have been impacted by the work. Because if you help someone's mum, for instance, the kids will re- receive the benefit. And you may never speak to the kids. Or if you help a husband and then the, they become a better relationship as a couple, you may never speak to the wife. But there's a real beauty in that. That's so true and so insightful. So, Jules, there's a couple of questions that I like to start with to really start peeling back the layers of who you really are. So, who inspires you? Uh, lots of different people, but uh, different people for different reasons. Like, one of my biggest inspirations is my mum. Um that's, that's pretty cool. She's such a heartwarming person that has always been my rock. And I think being someone's rock is the inspiring part. So you've got to look for the quality that's inspiring, not just a person. Because you may not be inspired by the whole person, but you may be inspired by a potential quality that they represent. And to my mum, it's being that, that, that rock that in your darkest, most challenging moments in your life, she provides you stability. And that can be someone else in your life. But to me, that's my mum. Uh, my someone else that I look up to, um, uh, I guess, inspires me is. This is going to sound weird, but my younger self. Yeah. And not my future self, my younger self, because I think whenever I'm struggling in life and I'm having my insecurities and my down moments, like every single person on the planet would have, that negative self chat at times, that self talk, I just remind myself of what I was like between 21 and 25, and that that inspires me, because it shows me how far I've come. Yeah. So that person inspires me because it shows me progress. And if you were sitting with your younger self at a coffee shop, what advice would you give to yourself? To me now or to that person? That person then. I would uh, give that person advice saying that the things that you're going through now are the reasons why you're going to change thousands of people's lives. Because you don't so think about powerful. Well, you don't think about it at the time, do you? Because you're so yeah. in-depth in suffering. Yeah. And all you can see is that, but there would be a, a silver lining in it ultimately, which is I know it's so very difficult, but people who hurt the most have the greatest ability to heal. So people who hurt the most in life have the greatest ability to help others heal. And 
I believe that's why I've, I've been able to impact people's lives in such a way because of that pain between 21 and 25. Yeah, wow, that's so powerful. So, Jules, I know you're big on morning routines. What motivates you to get up in the mornings and do you have a morning routine? Yeah, I do. And I, think, <laughs> yeah, I know you are too. And rich, rich, uh, rituals and routines are all you really have, right? The outcomes that you have tomorrow will be ultimately by the routines and rituals that you have today. And for me, I don't even open my eyes in the morning without intention to. Because if you think about before you get out of bed and go to the toilet, go for a shower, whatever it is you do, you brush your teeth or check your mobile phone to see what's happening on Instagram. This, before you open your eyes, have your gratitudes. Be grateful for the, the gift that you've been given. And I don't think people see their day as a gift. Like Monday's a gift. A gift. You know how people are like, oh, it's Monday, I've got to go to work tomorrow. Monday's a gift. So is Tuesday. And so is every single day of your life. Yeah. And if you make these moments matter to you, so I make the morning moments matter and the moments just before I go to bed at night to reflect on who I am, but more importantly, how can I be better tomorrow than I was today? So in the morning, I set myself up to be the man I want to be. And then at nighttime, I think about, well, how can I be better tomorrow than I was today? Not perfect, but progress. So routines are everything. Yeah. And do you, at night, do you write these down or are these pure thoughts? Yeah. I always call it like a, a, a declutter or, yeah. or weeding the mind. Letting go of everything go. that's inside your mind. Yeah. yeah I, think let, I think you should never take the things that hurt you today into tomorrow. And that can be complex at times, depending on what the problem is. But I think if you actively work on it and condition your mind to heal, you know, you think about a positive psychology, positive psychology reference we use, which is called ACT. It's called Action Conditioning Therapy. The action that you take to condition your life to heal, ultimately. So Action Conditioning Therapy. So everyone listening to this right now should take action in their day to condition themselves to heal. Because if you did that, you'd wake up tomorrow with less scars and less wounds and less parts of you that you feel are broken. That's so powerful. And I feel, you know, when you declutter, and I've just been through a declutter in my wardrobe, and if, when you clean your car and those sort of things, it releases all the fog that's inside your mind. And you're so much more productive when you feel clear and you feel light and happy. Mm. Clarity. Uh, clarity is powerful. So that's why when you talk about routines and rituals, it doesn't really matter what they are. Just having them in place to set yourself up for the day. And if you think about this day being a gift and you don't get it back, I wonder how you want to treat the, the best gift that you have, which is ultimately living. And I think at times people are, are, are too entitled. Like, I've got to go to work today. I yeah. have to go to work today. Or I have to take the kids to school. Or I have to do this. You don't have to do anything. You get to. And if you can turn your days into I get to, I get to go to work. I get to earn money. I get to make a difference. I I'm get to wake up. I'm excited for my job. I'm excited. It, just starts, it doesn't mean that every moment of every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows, but what it does mean is that it changes the way you see something. Yeah. And I do, rem- funny you say that, I remember um, doing performances in front of schools and running kids through programs. I would tell myself, I'm excited. I'm excited to inspire kids. I'm excited to run them through this program. And it just changed my voice and my enthusiasm and my energy. And it reflected through the outcome that happened. So I think, yeah, if you can change your mindset, um, the outcome's pretty powerful. It's so true. And think about people that are listening to this podcast right now that follow you and you know, they're incredible people, I'm sure, that don't ask for a big life and then complain about the process. Don't ask to be happy and then complain about the process. Don't ask to go on a holiday and then complain that you have to work. Because all you do is then you put a negative connotation and attachment to the thing that you're trying to get. If you want a big life, run after it with enthusiasm. If you want to be happy, be okay to do the push-ups. 
because nothing in life is easy. And if you make it a chore, it's exactly what it becomes. A chore is when I have to do something and no one appreciates a chore. So true. I love that. I'm sitting here just being inspired. So I'm sure everyone else is feeling the same. So Jules, I know you have a really incredible story um, that you have built the happiness quote around. Um, So can you share with us what was life like for you growing up? Yeah. And if you think about your earliest age, what did your parents read to you? Um, Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus, right? So they read, yeah, what a great book, but they read books to you, right? Yeah. And you understand characters and roles. So every single person listening to us right now have their own story. And depending on the role and the character that you play in your own story depends the quality of your life. If you play uh, a disempowering role and you have a disempowering story, you'll probably have a disempowering life. If you uh, play a positive story and you play a positive role, you'll probably have a positive life. And it doesn't mean that there's no pain in that. It just means that the characters and the roles that you play matter. And you quite often have a choice. So my life growing up, it was, it was quite complex at times. You know, my parents got divorced when I was five, and that's going to be difficult for anyone that's been through that. And then I dropped out of school when I was 13 years old because I can't read and I can't write, so I suffer severely with dyslexia. So I dropped out in high school two weeks in of year eight because I was bullied and teased. I was called dumb, I was called stupid, I was called an idiot. And, you know, when you think about being 10, 11, 12 years old, you start to believe the things that people say about you. So before I, I, I even knew it, I felt that I was broken and I was not good enough for people's love. And I call these universal fears because everyone has them. The universal fears are the fear of not being good enough, the fear of not being loved, and the fear of being rejected. And at 13, that's what I felt. And then remember what you think about you become. So I, I quite often thought about I can't read and I can't write. So I became this broken young man ultimately. But I, I did have an enthusiasm for life still. I was still quite positive and upbeat just about you know, football and living and playing outside. So I was a, quite a positive kid with a, a heap of insecurities. And that's how you manage that, right? And then I guess the big moment of impact, I call it, and everyone has a moment of impact in their life that creates, again, happiness, fulfillment, joy, or can cause pain, suffering, and sadness. So mine was on my 21st birthday when my dad killed himself. So my dad took his life on my 21st birthday, and for everyone listening, the best way I can describe it is like someone switched off the light in my life. It's like someone came in and switched off the light, and then in that second, from that moment on, I lived the next five years in complete darkness. And when you're in a dark place, you can't see where you're going. You make lots of mistakes, you hurt lots of people, and if you don't heal the things that hurt you, you'll bleed on the people that didn't cut you. And hurt people hurt people, right? So I started hurting the people I cared about. I started to bleed on the people that had nothing to do with why I was hurting. And pain is real and suffering's a choice. So the pain I was going through, the heartbreak and heartache, and I chose, the suffering's the choice though. I chose to do drugs. I chose to drink. I chose to push away the people I loved. I chose to not talk about my insecurities and my vulnerabilities. And I, I chose to suffer in silence. Mm. And being in, in such a dark place that you were in, what was... When was your turning point? What happened? Where did you go from there? There was a bunch of things, but it was a, there was two major things. One, um, a really big attempt at my own life, and then waking up in the hospital completely alone um, because I had no phone and no wallet at the time. So when you wake up in the morning and you've got you know, your broken finger and has some things hanging out your arms and your body and you, you, there's no one there to pick you up, it can be a really – it's quite pretty, pretty sad when – you're at your darkest in your lowest moment and no one's there to get, no one's there to collect you. But of course no one was there to get me because no one knew. 
And then I was too ashamed to pick up the phone and ring someone to pick me up. So I just discharged myself. Wow. And that was like some, that was probably the darkest 48 hours of my life. Failing in it as well, but then not having anyone to, to love you because I couldn't find a way to say I'm struggling. And I wanted and let someone, people in. Let people in. Like yeah. my mum to hug me, my brother hug me and say it's going to be okay. So I did it alone. Uh, and that was one, one big moment and then uh, a big argument with my mum. And I could see that what I was doing to her in, her in her eyes. And I think that eyes are very powerful and eyes show you a lot about a person, their pain, their story. I could just see in my mum's eyes that I was breaking her heart and I could also tell that it was changing her life because of it. And she was going to bed at night with anxiety, so worried and stressed about me. And that's not, the, that's not what I wanted to do. Like, yeah. I didn't want my mum to be in pain because of my pain. That was never my intent. I was just in pain because I was suffering. And I wanted to try and turn my life around to give my mum the ease that I should go to bed at night and not worry about her son never coming home. Yeah. And so what advice could you give to someone who's currently in the darkness? How can they how can they see the light? I would always say it always gets better. Even though that that, that comment right now probably upsets people or mm. they don't see it, but it always does. And remember you're not what happened to you. You're who you decide to become. And you're not the mistakes that you made. You're who you decide to become. So if someone hurt you along the way and because of that you're in pain and because of that pain you're suffering, you're not what happened to you. So you can't let your, your past define you. It's about the actions that you take to recreate your future. Correct. Exactly. That's the definition of your character, right? And we get so caught up in our past. So even though Happiness Co. works in the green, I work in the red. And ra- uh, the red looks like this, rape suicide, sexual assault, physical abuse, and substance abuse. That's where I spend most of my time. And if you think about people that go through trauma, trauma changes people. So trauma changes the way people see the world, themselves, and people. And that trauma can change it so much that you completely shut off to being loved, to being worthy, to believing in yourself. And then you start to tell yourself a story that you're not good enough. Mm. And I share that with people because that is not the truth, though. And so it's about rewiring those brain patterns and, yeah, creating positivity back into your life and looking at where you want to be and how you can get there. Correct. And sometimes it can be hard to make good decisions. Yeah. But people always ask me, well, Jules, how do you start making better choices? I say, you just got to start making choices towards the person that you want to be. Every single day of your life, you're making choices towards the person that you want to be or choices away from the person that you want to be. In everything that you do. When you go home after a tough day at work and you open the fridge, there's a bottle of wine or a bottle of water. What do people go with? The wine. Wine, right? Or you open the fridge and there's a chocolate bar or a banana. They go to the chocolate bar. And even in a relationship, say you're in a relationship right now and you're not feeling fulfilled in it. doesn't mean you want to leave the person, but you're not fulfilled in it. If you're not being honest, what are you being? Liar. Oh, yeah. So you're being dishonest, right? Mm. So say you're in your relationship with your partner right now and you weren't feeling fulfilled and you weren't being honest with him about it. I guarantee you George doesn't wake up in the morning and says, I want to be a dishonest person. True? True. But we don't share how we're feeling with our partner, so they'll never know. That, again, is away from the person that you want to be. So it's the little things every day that you're doing, and you've got to connect the dots. Yeah. Yeah, so it's about creating good habits and changing, yeah, the habits that we have now to create a better future. So powerful. And I, I leave it with a real simple bumper sticker for this. Live the way you want to be remembered. Love that. Leave a legacy. Yeah, because I wonder how you'd act today if you wanted to do it. Like, how would you want to be remembered 
tonight. If tonight was your last night here, for whatever reason, you were to go to sleep tonight and not wake up, what would be one thing that you want to be remembered for? I guess for me personally, I would like to be remembered as a good example and for someone that people can, I guess, take some light from and inject into their own life. Take some light from. I love yeah, that. Yeah. And so you're seeing a good example and, and being a beacon of light for people. What about you, Jules? Well, well, quickly, do you act like that every day? Because like, I, I know you well, but do you believe that you set a good example to people? I feel like I do. Like when, I, yeah, when I'm in other people's presence, I, I do have energy and I, and I do have a genuine interest to get to know people's stories. And that's a big part of why I'm doing these podcasts is because I believe that people have a lot to give and everyone has a story. And that's why I asked it because that's the way you want to be remembered and every day you quite often act towards that person. And I know that. So when you said I'm like 100%, I believe you said, you said a great example. And you are a beacon of light because I know you and I think it's amazing. So it's very powerful. And for me personally, I would say I'd want to be remembered for someone who is trying to make the world a, a happier place by inspiring the people in it. And you can't always get that right. But I, I would hope when people spend time with me or come to my workshops and my programs, they would say that I was trying to make the world a little better and their lives a little better without being perfect, without being the most polished person on the planet and the most successful, just someone that just cared enough to make a difference. And I, I can feel it in your voice. I believe it. I've seen it. I've been a part of the programs and I, you know, still follow you got your journey and your team and you're definitely doing amazing things in the community and have some big plans coming up. Yes. So Jules, what is the Happiness Co? and where did the idea come from? So Happiness Co, again, is it's like a preemptive, we work in a preemptive space. So ultimately personal development, self-improvement, which is ultimately it's not a lack of resources, only a lack of resourcefulness. So people say I don't have enough time, don't have enough money, don't have enough support, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not talented enough, I don't have a university degree. So think about all the people that complain to you in your life about they don't have a resource that they need to be where they want to go. Or they have a resource to get to where they want to be. It's like the world, everyone's complaining about the same thing, right? I say, well, how about we look at resourcefulness, which is who do you have to become? What internal strength do you need? Confidence, you know, courage, being brave, having discipline, you know, having good routines and rituals. These are internal. have nothing to do with anything else other than how you show up. So Happiness Co. is all about how do we allow people to grow internally? Because everything you have externally is a re- representation of who you are inside, right? It's a projection. How you treat people is a projection of how you treat yourself. If you treat yourself really well, you probably treat other people really well with authenticity. So to me, that's what the whole company is designed to do. It's not about external factors. Internally, if you, if you neglect your health, what happens to you? You feel, I don't know if I, I've never said this, but you feel shit. You feel shit, right? And you get, you probably get sick or you get unhealthy. Yeah. And you get your finances, what happens to your money? You have negative results and you worry about it. You're stressed about it. You can't go on holidays, you have no money, maybe you're broke. If you neglect your relationships with the people that you love, like your family or your boyfriend, they probably break up or you become unhappy in it. But if you neglect yourself, your whole world falls apart. Mm. True. True. So I always say, well, how do we become more resourceful to deal with our challenges? Because every single person on the planet will have challenges. Your problems will never go away. Just get better dealing with them by so being true. more resourceful. Yeah. And filling your own cup up first allows you to then fill others' cups up. Correct. Have yeah. you ever been to a party before with a champagne tower? Yeah. Is, yeah. I always use that as an example. Fill that top champagne glass up and all your other priorities will fill up. So that's ultimately the methodology, yeah. which is inspiring the individual to become more. And so what do you see happiness as? What is happiness to you? So I say happiness is a bunch of things. To me, it's about growing yourself, so 
is growing again, so internal stuff, but then also using that to do something good with it, which is contribution. I think what would be the point of growing just to be self-absorbed or self-righteous? You have to use who you are to give more because life is not about what you have or what you get. Life is ultimately what you give. So, so I think true. grow as a person and then you use that growth to impact your own life in a positive way. Then use that to impact your families and friends' lives in a positive way and then use it to somehow contribute society, your community because that's the difference. And when you go to bed at night, you, when you put your head on your pillow, that's what you know that you did. And so I think it's growth, contribution, and I think if you do these two things well, it turns into fulfillment, and fulfillment to me is happiness. And we were actually talking about kindness in the coffee shop today and how it is a flow and effect. So I'm going to put a challenge to our listeners to do something kind for someone else. That might be paying for a coffee, that might be picking someone up, that might be um, sending flowers to someone that you feel like you haven't connected with in a long time you know, reconnect that fire. Um, and yeah, let's, let us know on Instagram how you're going because I'm genuinely interested to see what areas of kindness we can show others in the community. It makes a big difference. And if you are doing it tough and you're struggling, when we're struggling and when we're suffering, who do you think we're thinking about? Ourselves. Ourselves, right? So when we're suffering, we're quite often thinking about me. But when you're doing it tough, think about someone else and just do something nice to them. And I guarantee you, it will give you a breath, it will change the way you feel in a, in a moment because you're like, in that moment when I was feeling shitty, I still did something kind. And I think that's where character's built. When you do things, when you don't feel like doing them. Yeah, that's awesome. So Jules, blessed to be in your presence and I'm so glad that we connected. Um, so in this current moment, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for um, you for uh, oh, spending thanks, the morning Jules. with me. I think, that's, I think you have to look at the things that you're doing today. So I'm grateful for spending the morning with you. It's been lovely. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for Happiness Co. Um, and I'm grateful for, um, we're launching a new program today called Happy Hearts. Ooh. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a program based for parents for dealing with their primary school students or kids. Nice. So primary school students for parents dealing with their kids. Yeah. About. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats on releasing that today. That's awesome. It's pretty cool because I think that it, it's, it starts young. Yeah. You know, I, I work with people when they've made a lot of mistakes and they're stuck in their own way. You know, mid twenties to mid thirties to mid forties is, I guess, the age bracket I work with predominantly. Yeah. But I think if we can get to our kids younger and help them navigate through their feelings and their thoughts and their stories. And prevention is cure. Of course, that's the preemptive stuff, right? So if we can get to them when they're five and six, so I really, really am excited to, because I think my journey really started when I was five. My parents got divorced. It may not be the biggest moment of impact in my life, but that's when it was I started. Part of it. Yeah. Started yep. having some confusing emotions. So I think there's not, there hasn't been enough out there to help our young people navigate through their challenging times in their life. So I'm really grateful for that. That's beautiful. And I think we can really take um, the listeners on our journey of gratitude today with us. And because all of you know that I love sharing my gratitudes with you. So right now, I would like you all to close your eyes and start breathing slowly. If you're currently driving, maybe don't close your eyes. <laughs> so let's get in the present moment. Close your eyes and become aware of your breath. Start thinking about three things that you're truly grateful for or lucky to have in your life. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out.
When you're ready, you can start opening your eyes. Okay, today I'm really grateful for my body and choosing ways to move my body that are calm, gentle and free. I'm grateful for finding space in my mind to let creativity flow and putting my dreams into action. I'm grateful for choosing positive thoughts and releasing all judgment and negativity. Feel free to share with me and Jules your gratitudes on Instagram at georgia.louise.perry. And Jules, how can we find you on the socials? You can find me uh, obviously at happinessco.org uh, on my website, Instagram, Facebook. If you're looking for me as an individual, you can find me at Julian underscore Pace. Look for some daily inspo. Awesome. Thank you, Jules, for your amazing insight today. Is there a quote or something that you're currently listening to that you would like to share with the listeners? I think the theme of last week for me, yep. um, of all the work I was doing last week you know, in the trauma space, was a lot of people asking for it to be a little easier. You know, I, I just wish that I could have a, a bit of a break or some a, a bit of relief from the things I'm going through right now. So my quote I would share with everyone is this, don't wish it was easier, wish that you were better. Because when you ask it to be easier, you want the game to change, but just be better so you can become better than the game. So big on, don't wish it was easier. So if you're listening right now and you're going through a little tough, don't wait for the moment to change to make you feel better. Actually show up differently to make a change. And what I mean by that, Georgia, is something like, people tell me I'm so stressed, but the weekend's only two days away. So why would you wait for the weekend to ease the stress? Why wouldn't you do something today to help you ease the stress for tomorrow? Or you tell me, Jules, I'm so under the pump by going holiday in four months. Like you, then you're working towards a goal, right? But then you're okay to be stressed what, until you get to until the holiday. Until you go there, yeah. I'm like, find a way to make sure every day you're doing stuff to change your life. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I would love to share with you guys one app that I've recently found. So I've been detoxifying my um, environment. So I found this app called Think Dirty. So you can scan a product, um, scan the scan the barcode, and it will tell you about um, the ingredients, a little bit of information about it, and it will give you either a green, an orange, or a red light, um, showing you whether it's safe. So this could be room spray, it could be a body product, or it could be food that you're eating. And I think that it's becoming aware of the products that we're putting on our skin, putting in our body, is really important. And I think that that's something that I thought is really beneficial and yeah, I'm going to give that a, a really good crack and That's see, cool. yeah, see, see what I can find out about products that I'm using in my house and see what changes I'm going to be making. So I think that was really, really powerful. What happens if I put George Perry into the app? What would come up? Pure. We'll say pure, pure, clean, <laughs> pure and light. healthy. Yeah, pure, I love that. <laughs> so thank you, Jules, so much from the bottom of my heart for sharing your light on the podcast today. I know everyone will be inspired and motivated by your story and the way that you live your life is just beautiful. Thank you so very much. Cheers for having Cheers. To all of our wonderful listeners, if you're inspired, don't forget to share this episode with your tribe on Instagram and leave us a five-star review so we can help others in the community find their happy. Love and light to you all. Have a fabulous day. And remember, go and kick some goals. Hello, if you know what happiness is to you,